Welcome to Eden and Amadeus, the show after the show. We are your hometown morning show on 99.9 Gator Country in Jacksonville, Florida. But today, we're coming to you from Orlando, Universal Orlando Resorts. Halloween Horror Nights is going on now through November 4th. And last night, we were a part of the RIP party, the tour, which you know you can take all season long. You can be a part of that RIP mm-hmm. tour. I will say that every little bit of hype that I have heard for years about Halloween Horror Nights, last night lived up to it all. Because this somehow is your first time ever going. I don't know how that has happened. I've been here a lot. I've always loved Universal Orlando Resort. I don't know why I haven't made the trip down, but it was great. It was so much fun. And we're going to talk a lot about like the different houses and what the experience is and all of that. But first, a little bit of backstory on the whole who likes to be scared, who likes to do the scaring in this dynamic. Okay. And you have for blah, 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 years, for some odd reason, gotten a ridiculous amount of pleasure out of scaring me. And yes. I don't fully know why. And somehow, like Stockholm Syndrome, I've become like, I need it too. Yeah. It's like our relationship. It, it, we thrive this way. This is how we are. It's funny. I didn't know until last night that your son also likes scaring you. Yeah. And I like scaring my mom. But I think it is for, for the scarers, when we find someone that, that can laugh and have fun with the scare, it makes it that much more fun. And I'm a screamer. And even our guide last night complimented me on my fantastic she called it a stereotypical movie screen <laughs> it is and i don't know why it comes out the way it does or and and i don't have to be that surprised to 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 scream i can be my husband is here i can be in a just just falling asleep for a nap and if he taps me i scream like <laughs> i am in the psycho scene from with uh, Janet Lee. I think that's because your brain is always somewhere else. Probably. Like, that's you're, why. like you have that thing where you're just like always thinking about something, and then in the moment, you just like. Not ready for it. Not ready for not it. Not ready for reality. But scaring that people might be. is the best. I-, I wish I could work at Halloween Horror Nights like every year and just scare people. Have you ever worked in a, in a haunted house no. situation? My husband and I both have. And, um, you have? Yes. And, How did I not and know one that? thing that's really great is, and that, to me, this makes it even scarier for when you go through is the monsters, the ghouls, all the people in the haunted house, They their eyes have adjusted so well that to them it's like light. Yeah. So they see you so much better than you'll ever see them. Even even if they weren't lurking, they would see you much better. Mm-hmm. And so that that's scary. Like they're predators. Yeah, you're right. And you are the prey. And I actually, because I know you like to be scared or that the whole scream, when we were in the scare zones, I was watching the characters watch you they're like we're gonna get her yeah because they see me react to one and then yeah. they would be right there ready for, yeah. me for the next one i actually love every scare, time i love the scare zones the most but let's talk about some of the different houses also um let's matt bassford is here with us too and matt is kind of roaming around the room but i'd love to, to get him on the mic for this part where we talk about the different houses okay so what was um do you want to start with like what your favorite house was? Oh wow, let's see. Uh, my favorite house. Gosh, that's hard. You know what? I really loved the artwork of Dueling Dragons. It was beautiful. I mean, it wasn't especially the most scary house, no. but I loved when when the park first opened. The roller coaster, Dueling Dragon roller coaster, was my favorite roller coaster, and I love that they've. This is the first house ever based on a ride uh-huh. at the park, and I just thought it was really beautifully done. 
Uh, uh, Matt, what about it. you? What was your favorite? Well, I'm I'm always into the sets. So yeah. like the uh, Blood Moon, the colonial era thing, just really cool. And also Yeti, that kind of village. Uh, what was it like? A the campground kills camp, campground. Was, yeah, <clears throat> and it was just uh, that really just immer- immerses you into all of it. I that, love the sets. Which one was the Puritan one? The the Blood Moon was yeah. that the one where it was like yeah, they were yeah. oh the dark offerings. Oh my gosh! There's nothing human sacrifice. Say no more. If you come down, scary, to, scary. If you come down to Halloween Horror Nights, when you enter the Yeti House to the left, there's a tent, and there's someone like looks like they're trying to crawl out of it, and then they get sucked back in. That was a great visual for me. Like it really set the tone. Which going. was the one with the bungee? That was the monsters unmasked. Uh, was that what that was? Which one was it? Was that monsters no? Fan, yeah, because it was Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Oh my gosh, that thing was amazing. So that one on on your way. Well, I don't want to give it away. Don't give but it. But it's really away. really cool. Yeah, it's. I think they did something similar a few years ago uh, with someone on a bungee. That would like run down at you and then you know get sucked get right back up, back. <laughs> and that's really really cool. Speaking of the uh, the monsters unmasked, so last year they had this kind of the same house where there were three different Universal monsters. There was the mummy, the werewolf, and Dracula, and they were all fighting for this amulet that would like save them. And each time you went through, it was a different winner. So that was kind of a cool experience. And then um, and then they had one uh, this time where it's like it's like different every time. Like every every time you go through, there's like mm-hmm. several different endings. So you want to go through them more than once. Yeah, I mean, there are 10 houses and five scare zones, but you could come back again and again and, yeah. and do them over and over again. What was Did, your favorite house, E? Oh, my gosh. All right, so the circusy one was yeah. the scariest to yeah. me as far as jumps. And I don't know if that was because that was our second house and it was still fresh and I was just very scarable at that point. Um, was that Dr. Oddfellow's yeah. uh, origin? Yes. Origins? Yeah, that yes. was a really, really fun that one. That was a great one. But the Exorcist Believer yeah. was the... Most disturbing house. I will say, of all the years I've been coming to this, I've never been, like, shaken by a house. But I agree. Disturbing. Disturbing. Very disturbing. Yeah. And I've been looking forward to that movie coming out. In a good way, disturbing. Like, delicious. Deliciously disturbing. Like, I left there going, what did I just see? Exactly. It was crazy. The scare zones, though, I said I I really like them just every bit as much as the houses. Mm -hmm. There's one scare zone. Let's see. What is that one called? Oh, I also love Stranger Things. Oh, my gosh. Did I love the Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. We got to talk about Stranger Things. Because that's kind of like, that and Last of Us are like the highlights this year yeah stranger things i didn't see season four but you did yeah and you and it, it uh, followed the storyline perfectly so great and then you haven't seen last of us and you don't play the game right so but, that didn't mean a lot to me but i got the desperation and the fear and everybody yeah. coming at you and- i have watched that series and i gotta say they got those creatures perfectly perfectly which was the one i loved as far as, oh, oh vamp 69 summer of blood Okay, this scare zone, it's a 60s music fest in a small New York town. Guests will jam to popular bands with fellow concert goers until Dr. Oddfellow unleashes vicious vampires on the audience that are out for blood. I loved this scare zone to the point where I think we went through it three times. I loved it. This was my favorite, too, and maybe my favorite scare zone of all time because it was music-themed. They weren't like super horrific creatures. No, they were just They all, blended in so well they were with all the guests. Like, they were all like Woodstock. Yeah. Hippies. And, and, and they would walk right up to and you wouldn't even really know at first until they like pulled out a baseball bat or, you know, like, something. Ah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So much fun. And, and I was specifically looking for Dr. Oddfellow because I knew he was going to be a Jimi Hendrix which type character. I don't really understand. So he's like the monster of the yeah, year, like, like yeah. the icon. They call <laughs> Monster him. of the year, Dr. Oddfellow. Yeah, but they call him an icon. Yeah, he's the icon of the year. 
Okay. Yeah, and so he's he is like embedded in every scare zone and every house yeah. in some way, shape, or form. And we learned last night the storyline of how he, he intertwines with everything. So yeah, so for that particular uh, scare zone, he like like you said had, has unleashed his vampires to turn all these concert goers into monsters. Oh, and it's. it's it's fun. There are a number of, of the scare characters that will be warning you, don't go in there, don't go in yeah. there. And then you get in there, and there's all these hippies that have turned, and it's so much fun. Yeah, and they have music playing. Like, one one time we went through, and they were playing, like, Hooked on a Feeling. The next time it was Crimson and Clover. Yeah. And it's just, it's just great. It was a blast. It, it was all fun. And then they all, they have, like, specialty drinks and food. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is a, a, an event that, you know, you don't have to be a an adult like over a certain age to go in. I don't know if there's a, a limit on the on the younger side, but it's not for the littles. We saw, I think we saw two littles last night, and they didn't seem afraid at all. But that's a parenting decision you mm-hmm. have to make because when my, you know, when my our kids were little, there was one that I know would have loved it at an age of like that. What we saw, yeah, and the other one would have hated it. So it's just you have to know your kids. But boy, once you're like a teen and older. It's so much fun. It is fun. And you know what I love, too, about this whole event is it's such a social event. It is. Like, I have to imagine if I lived in Orlando, like, I would be here every weekend with Uh my, like, high school buddies or friends or whatever because it's such a fun – everyone's flickering around and screaming and yelling and having a great time. I love that. We've been meeting people from all over the country. Oh, yeah. And and noticing that there are people here from outside the country as well, just like we have listeners to this podcast outside of the U.S. On my way here on the bus, I met a couple from Puerto Rico, Uh and they save every year to come here for a week. They Uh spend a week at at Universal, and Halloween Horror Nights is like – the Part reason that they're here. Yeah. It's like the reason they're here. It's just the coolest. Yeah. Okay. We didn't talk about Chucky's ultimate kill house. Okay. So the way they set this up is they, it was like very meta. They said it was Chucky. They filled the house with 250 Chucky dolls, but then the real Chucky showed up and he was like, nah, no, uh-uh. I'm going to possess all these dolls. <laughs> Y'all lame Chucky dolls. And then he, and then he told the folks at Universal, everyone that goes through the house is getting killed. And so now all these dolls are trying to kill us. Yeah. It was so so much fun. I made it out. Did you make it out? I did. Oh, good yeah. for you. Matt, did you make it out of that no. house? He's, He's still there. Oh, He's no. still there dead. And then um, the darkest deal, Pine Straw oh. Spruce. <laughs> so anyone that knows the Robert Johnson story, it's a, it's a classic rock and roll story. You don't know the Robert I don't know this story. What? I'm sorry. I'm 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 an imposter. It's, how, how am I even is, sitting in this chair? It's really the first rock and roll story ever. So Robert Johnson was a guitar player who, the legend is, you've heard of The Crossroads, the movie The Crossroads? Okay. So it's about this (laughs) guitar player that sells his soul to the devil to become the best guitar player in the world. And his name was Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. True story. You don't know this story? He truly sold his soul to the devil. Yes. It's a true story. True story. Documentation shows that the devil came down. There's several movies made about him. Lots of folk tales. Okay. Yeah. True story. And so that's the premise for this, and I found that fascinating. Okay, absolutely fascinating, and it, I think it was one of my favorite houses just because of the history of it. Ah, I see. I didn't know any of that stuff, and I heard you saying something about Robert Johnson. I'm like, that's Pine Straw Magoo. Well, for someone who started out <laughs> pretty sleepy, and I didn't know if he was going to be crappy or not, because you know nobody wants to have to get up so early right. when you're asleep. I wrote it down because I didn't want to call that. Sounds like he Pine was just up some good okay. times in Tampa. I have never heard this <laughs> phrase. You put batteries in my back this morning. I love morning. it. I'm, I'm going to start using that when someone makes my day. I'm going to say, "Hey, Mr. Magoo." So that that was one of my favorites. Just because I love the history of Robert Johnson. It's like the best compliment you can get. It's very cool. 
Um, we've got to educate you on What he was talking about, too, and we didn't bring this up because, you know, we're not Our next trying podcast to will be the story of Robert <laughs> Johnson. Mm-hmm. But what he was talking uh, about was he was last, talk I want to say, about, some, in the fall. Else. Those are one of the scare year. zones that we didn't talk about. That's that Dark Zodiac. Oh, I liked that one a lot. It was more just pretty, I thought. I had to go to the hospital. I love the aesthetic of Halloween Horror Nights. Like Matt. Like Matt's always the artistic angle. What a great guy. So if you want to check him out at the Comedy Zone, it's comedyzone.com. Simple as that if you're here in Jacksonville and if you're not. Visit I, I am Chris Red with two amazing. Well, you can I get right up on one, and then it was lit up on their costumes, yeah. whatever their, like their what, sign was. Which sign they were. And it, was, it, it, it was beautiful. And, the, and not, like I said, not that wasn't a jump scare. Right. It might have been for some people. For me, for whatever reason, maybe because I was so focused on trying to read which signs everybody was. And I think because a lot of people were looking like for their own Zodiac sign. Yes. Then they had like the other uh, characters walking around, kind of catching you off guard. And mm-hmm. getting in your face. Yep. And scaring the poo-poo out of you. Indeed. Uh, let me think about the other... Uh, oh, the Jungle of Doom, which is kind of where the Oddfellow story starts yeah. in that scare zone. That's the first scare zone we went to. I don't know if you noticed, they told us there were bats uh, in the trees. Yes. And the first time we walked through, I counted 236 he bats. Did, he didn't really count. I did. You did. didn't. And then the next time, they said, there's more bats this time. I counted 362. He didn't really count. Mm-hmm. You didn't they were, see they were not countable. They were. Their eyes were, were glowing. I know, but it wasn't like you could count what them I without did, pointing. I, I counted the number of eyes, and did then I a, cut it in half. And then you cut it in half. Yeah. You're so full of it. The, <laughs> when they said bats, I immediately got like a little bit of a prickly feeling because, you know, I, I fear bats. Because I don't know if you remember when I had Belizean bat tongue. Do you remember this? Yes. Yes. So I, did, you, did you get bit by a bat? Is that how that I, happened? I did. No, I didn't. I was just, um, I had some weird thing with my tongue and it was just coincidental that the doctor goes, have you been anywhere like Belize? And we had just gotten back from going cave kayaking or something in Belize. He's like, have you been in any caves? And I'm like, he's like, cause you know, bat tongue. Is that really <laughs> how you got it? I don't know, but I'm better now. So we're good. That yeah. is the weirdest I mean, I think thing. it was something called, they call it geographic tongue, but I decided to name it Belizean bat tongue. So ever since then, I try to stay away from bats. Hmm. So when you're like, there's 300 bats, I'm like, not 326 from... to be exact. Is that right? Yeah. So, and then, and so then, anyway, but it was really, it, it, it was a, a nice touch, all the, the bats. The last scare zone we have to mention was the uh, the Shipyard 32. Um, and I they always do something, um, I guess, uh, some kind of theme of being on the water every year in that area because it's right there on right. the wharf. And I, I always love that. It's always foggy, which mm-hmm. is kind of scary for me anyway. And I, that was one of my favorites too. It, it The whole thing was just so well done. I can't even believe we're sitting here, by the way, and we should say this. We are in the radio broadcasting facility here at Universal and everything's back to normal this morning. And yeah. that seems to... Oh, I here's another little touch I loved. So, you know, the drive-in... Um, the the diner yeah Mel's diner Mel's diner they had it changed to um, die in they die take, in. took they took off the R and the V and the yeah the die in I thought Mel's that was cool die in yeah you is just the die in the die yeah, in yeah yeah me die in me die in yeah yep. so I just I, I I really am stunned to see how back to normal everything is yeah it's it's amazing like because in the daytime this is just universal orlando resort uh-huh. and people can come in and, and experience the park like it is regular and then i think it closes at five and then by seven this place is transformed into yeah. halloween Hornet. it's amazing 
It it's is. absolutely amazing. The number of characters and actors and all the people have to be here to do all that work. It's super fun. Super. It really is. And we made a deal. We made a deal before we got here that there would be no extra scares, meaning that you guys, Matt and Amadeus, wouldn't do anything additional outside of what was provided by the experts here <laughs> at Universal Orlando Resorts. And I, I'm not kidding you. I got, I, I think my biggest scare was Matt coming behind me and like lightly tickling my shoulder or something. And I about... Like little bug on the neck tinkled myself it was so scary <laughs> because they can't touch you right but something was touching me especially yeah you know they can't touch you and all of a sudden something's happening and you're like whoa exactly but one time i scared you but i was only showing matt how easily scared you were so that one, <laughs> so that one didn't count right that one did not count that one didn't count i guess i mean i i guess and then and then we went through and we're, we were telling some of our new friends from universal about all of the different ways you guys have scared me in the past mm -hmm. and then you decided you were going to reveal what's coming in the future oh yeah i mean there's something coming that's not a and i'm not saying this halloween but like in the next three or four years oh that's yeah. the worst yeah that is the worst it's so, gonna be the best scare we've ever ever done that's saying you. something because yeah. you've gotten me some you've got we can do an entire podcast about all the different pranks and everything over yeah, the years that, for there's sure many years many pranks to share including my revenge which i thought was pretty sweet but you won't even act like it phased you but that's a whole like i said other podcast what else do you want to uh what else do you want to get to well there's, of course I think still other things happening like the new um the minion attraction oh yeah that's going on and i didn't get to go on that we wanted to We're go on go mommy last night too yeah uh, but we didn't get a chance so really i, I want to just talk about this was your first time there so the whole the whole experience for you how was it as i said lived up to the hype so fun. I found myself getting those butterflies beforehand. Mm -hmm. Now, even though we were able to be a part of what we call the RIP tour, I could see coming back again and again and again and doing, you know, just even if you can't get to all the houses in one night, because, you know, there are lines to get in, which mm -hmm. you kind of need that time to decompress, if I'm being honest. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it was like the adrenaline, you didn't even have time for your heart rate to go back down. We did a lot of what our tour guide called twofers, twofers where we would yeah. literally walk out of one house and right into another one. Right. And it is a lot. It's a lot. But you could do this if you were a Florida resident or you were somebody that just Halloween is your season. Mm -hmm. You could come back multiple times and not have the same experience twice. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you and if you do plan to come, I always recommend going online and checking out all the houses, read the descriptions, read what really is in your wheelhouse. And you can kind of make a plan of what, which right. ones you want to hit first. Get here when the gates open. Go straight to your first house. Knock them out. And you can you really have a great time here. There's a show we didn't even have a chance to see, and I was kind of disappointed about that. But they have a, a real they always have a big production, mm -hmm. and so we didn't get a chance to see the show this year. But we were told that it's sassier and sexier than ever before. It's in the theater where they used to do the Bill and Ted show, and that and that show too was very sexy and sassy, and pretty much hit on every pop culture reference that happened in the last year. And very clever writing and, and great acting. And it's always a lot of fun. And I was like you. I really wanted to see the show. Uh -huh. But I was so, so like. It was so late by the time we would have been able to see it. Yeah. Because and I it's felt open like I'd already, all, Yeah. I'd already taken in so much. I thought if I sat down, I might not get up. There was one point <laughs> when we were waiting for the bus to go back to the hotel that the three of us went to go sit down, which was a slow sitting down. Like, we're going to sit down now because there's a lot of walking. Mm -hmm. Six miles is what I put on my watch Wow! yesterday between just the whole day. And um, 
I didn't know if we were going to be able to get back up. But fortunately, when the bus came, we were. But it, it was a, just a fantastic time. It's I highly recommend it. Yeah, I, I did too. It's so much fun, especially it. if you live in Florida mm-hmm. or even if you're listening somewhere else in the world. Like I met that couple from Puerto Rico. Yeah. It's worth coming and spending a few days. The hotels here. Oh, we got to talk about our hotel. I've never been at that hotel either. I haven't either. My very first time, it's the Endless Summer Dockside. Uh, mm-hmm. I've stayed in every property here except for one, and that's Aventura. But uh, man, that Endless Summer. Wow, how much fun was that? Yeah, you know, we walked in, and, and one of the things that they say in the advertising for this particular hotel is that it's affordable. Not that they're not all affordable, but it's one of the most affordable, mm-hmm. right? So we're thinking, all right, don't have any kind of high expectations. It's just going to be, you know, the bare minimum. Right. Which is something sometimes you need as a family when you're planning an, ex- you know, a, an expensive flight, mm-hmm. maybe, or you know, if you can't if you can't just bring it all together and you've got your set budget, well, the surfboard. When you walk in the room, there's a surfboard. There's like a picnic table in the room. I love that. We had our room had two beds and then a little off suite. Same with me. Area so thir- three beds. It was great. Three queen size beds. You can easily fit six people. There's the picnic table with a little stool at the end, so you can easily fit everyone there. Nice. It's very very spacious. Yeah, I liked and it a lot. Cool decor, cool pictures of, you know, beach scenes and surfers. Couple cool bars, nice pool area. I didn't go to the pool area yet. Uh, great fitness room, which we didn't go to because we decided to sleep. Because What's we, that called? It's called a gym. Gym, gym, yeah. gym. I'm yeah. not familiar. They have things in there called treadmills and, hmm. and free weights. These all sound very, <laughs> very scary. Is this, one of, is this one of the houses you go through to be scared? It would probably scare you. <laughs> I could probably put a scare into you in there. Yeah, but so before Cabana Bay was probably my favorite, you know, resort to stay in. But this is way up there. I love the I love the Beach Boys vibe that yeah, I get when you fun, walk in. The whole experience has been really fun. Uh, so we want to thank everybody here at Universal Orlando Resorts for the good time. Highly recommend Halloween Horror Nights. If you are listening to this like on the day or days around when it launches this particular episode of our podcast, then you are invited to win Halloween Horror Nights tickets during the Battle of the Sexes. We do a call mm-hmm. out at 7.30 a.m. in the weekday mornings. And also on our website at 999gatorcountry.com. And Halloween Horror Nights is running select nights through November 4th. So before you drive all the way to Orlando, make sure that it's happening that night. Because it's mostly weekend nights until closer to Halloween. Sure. Then they go, you know, full-time through the holiday. Oh, you know what we didn't even talk about? And I don't know what the restrictions are on this, if you can't go, like, with masks or what. But there were costumes. People are in costumes. Yeah. Just guests. A lot of guests will, like... like, At least in the Halloween spirit. Halloween spirit, for sure. I don't... Like like you said, I don't know about masks. Like, I'm uh, sure not. I'm sure not. And nothing... I'm sure there are a lot of... Um, restrictions in place to make sure that you don't blend in with the characters and also that you are, you know, for everybody's safety. But it is fun to see everybody next year coming back. I know I'm going to be doing some of that. Yeah, like, we, saw, know, we saw people skull with like... earrings and exactly. the, you know, that did, kind of thing. Who did we see that we knew that had like a... like a Jean, a, a friend of ours Oh, yeah, Jean. Jean Marie. She had like a ghost purse and ghost earrings. Yeah, she was, and... she was all, all in for Halloween on September 1st. Already, absolutely. <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. So, okay, thank you all for listening to this episode of Eden and Amadeus, the show after the show, brought to you from the Radio Broadcast Center at Universal Orlando Resort. And Halloween Horror Nights till November 4th. (laughs) And be sure you do all the things we ask of you. Like, subscribe, five stars, um, tell a friend. 